Coming up today on David versus Goliath. I'm confident he's going to crush it. Justin is a man of international renown, clearly. <laughs> That's a lot to unpack in two minutes, Adam. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Welcome to today's episode of David vs. Goliath, a podcast dedicated to helping small businesses leverage technology to not only help them compete against their large competitors, but win. Your host is currently the CEO of Anthem Business Software, a free-time Inc. 500 recipient and a serial entrepreneur with a passion to help small businesses everywhere find, serve, and keep more customers profitably. Please join me in welcoming your host, Adam DeGrade. Hey everyone, it's Adam DeGrade with another episode of David versus Goliath podcast. We are so glad to have you today. We have Justin Agar, the CEO of Quantum Assurance International, trying to change the way insurance is done all throughout the country, maybe even the world as time goes on. So this should be a really, really fun interview. Today's episode is brought to you by Anthem Software, built specifically for small businesses to help you find, serve, and keep more customers profitably with their all-in-one marketing software and consulting platform. Take the 122nd tour today at AnthemSoftware.com. This is a visual podcast, as you know. We're being featured regularly on Rumble, and we are so grateful for that. Hundreds of people subscribing every single day. Plus, we're also on YouTube and Spotify um, if you like watching the podcast. And then any listening application you can imagine from iHeartRadio to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, we're there as well, too. And you can visit us online at davidvsgoliathpodcast.com. There you can subscribe to receive email updates about the podcast, as well as apply to be on the podcast. And a brand new feature, Ask DVG. Go to the website, look for either the button on the top or the second slider on the homepage. It says Ask DVG right there, fill in your information. Question comes to me, and we might be featuring it on a future episode of David versus Goliath. Well, with no further ado, let's get right into it today with Justin Agar from Quantum Assurance International. Justin, welcome to DVG. Thanks so much. Great to be here. You know, Justin, I, I know you may know this about me, but... Just like you, I had a passion for the independent insurance world many years ago. I started a company called Astonish Results. Feels like a different lifetime in many respects. Worked with over 5,000 users on our software. So I'm very familiar with the space, but it's going to be an interesting discussion because I saw a seismic shift even back then when I was in the industry. And that was over, gosh, over eight years ago at this point in time, nine years ago. And you have been in there, obviously, trying to change in the forefront. But that before we get into exactly what you do, I want to start with where you grew up, because it looks like you've been in a you grew up in a place that I want to go vacation in, and hopefully the world gets a little normal here eventually, so I can get there. You have to wait till after COVID. So Fiji Islands, and and so tell everyone a little bit about where you came from, how you you know how you and how you ended up starting Quantum Assurance. I think they're going to love the story. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, uh, Adam. And, uh, you know, it's funny, we, we talk, I, I, I uh, have several people that were part of your Astonish uh, 
organization and it's cool hearing the stories, you know, cool hearing what you guys did. And so um, always fun to unpack that one because you guys were at the forefront of insurance technology before it, before it was sexy, if you will. So yeah, well, as people, as people always said, we were the disruptors or the rebels with a cause is what I used to tell people we are. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so Fiji, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, people ask me where I'm from or where I was born. And I, I just say, eh, you know, I, I don't even answer the question anymore because it just, it's a multi-hour conversation trying to unpack, uh, unpack all of that. And so, but you know, when I was young, I, I was born in, in Suwon, South Korea. Um, and my mother was the, the, uh, my, my parents were missionaries, but my mother was the, uh, she's taught English to the president's bodyguards in, in, in 79, around the time I was born, all of the, uh, the bodyguards were assassinated. There was a big kind of coup that occurred at that point in time. And my family decided that it was a good time to get out of Dodge and, uh, maybe do something that wasn't quite as, as, uh, risky, if you will. And, um, and somehow that led to, to Fiji and, uh, you know, and escape. Obviously we all know why, like, you know, why not Fiji is, is, is the question. Um, and it, it's a cool experience, you know, so I, I didn't grow up, you know, there's, there's like all societies, there's stratification and, uh, you know, uh, foreigners that come usually have more means than the locals. It's, it is, uh, um, in, in, in its own way, third world, uh, you know, and so they're, they're growing by leaps and bounds, doing all the right things, but some of those roads are not paved. Let's just be real. So, um, but it was, it was cool because, you know, my, my existence between kind of three and, uh, and 15 years old was, was in Fiji, you know, coming back occasionally to the U S but, um, I grew up outside of a village. And so, you know, it, it's funny because we, whenever we're talking about mindset and, and like points of view and how we're all formed, um, I, I think that every, every human being is unique. Like, like, like everybody had a different thing that a different Genesis, a different way that they're created. Um, and uh, I, I like mine. You know, it was it, it was a fun experience, and uh, I would not change it. So it's <laughs> awesome. And so from there, you came to the states. And as I was reading, you had various degrees and other things that you worked in. You worked in the corporate world for a little bit um, before uh, transferring over into insurance. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So after uh, after high school, I was got like a, a thing in my mind that I was like, I'm going to join the military. Uh, this was in 90 and 97. I, I graduated from high school. And so I actually joined the, the Navy in 97. Um, I spent five years in, so I was, uh, I had pretty cool tours in Iceland and, uh, in Italy. And so I, I lived in Sardinia, Italy for a while. Um, and, uh, just a really incredible experience. And it's funny to this day, people are like, thank you for your service. And I'm like, don't, don't thank me. Uh, thank you for paying for like the experience that I had. It was super cool. Um, you know, so, so I did that. And, uh, but while I was doing that, you know, one of the things that kind of stood out to me in the military and, and it's just the way it is, you're replaceable. Um, you have to be like, you can't have a military where you have irreplaceable people that would not make sense. Right. And so, um, but that's also one of the reasons why after nine 11 and kind of soul searching, I was like, I want to be, I want to figure out how I can be irreplaceable in life. Like how can I actually make a mark, uh, on people and, and, and create that kind of, uh, longevity, if you will. And so after I got out, I went to, to college uh, in Virginia and um, and left that, joined the corporate world uh, directly after college and uh, worked a, a company that was transitioning from New York down to uh, to the Raleigh-Durham area, if you're familiar with with like RTP and, and North Carolina. Uh, and so I kind of cut my teeth in the corporate world there. Um, and also along the way, I realized, you know, I, I really wanted to be a business owner. I really wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um 
just, you know, because we get to, we get to create, we get to create our own thing. There's something, you know, so beautiful and, and sexy and exciting about having something, you know, that's, that's your own, you know, kind of like owning a house or owning a building and you can paint whatever you want to, or put up art or demolish a wall. You know, it's just, when it's your, you know, business, you get to really leave a, a mark on it. Um, so I, I went through the corporate world and uh, around 2010, I stepped away from that and, and started preparing for an insurance agency that I opened in, in 2011. Now, were you a captive agent at the time or were you an independent agent at the time? I was a captive agent. I'm kind of thankful that I was. You know, the, the, the captive you, can is- you can learn a lot from their world. There's no doubt about it. And they're also fantastic marketers, which you and I know has been a great challenge for a lot of independent agencies. It's the fact that marketing is not their core strength, right? Uh, but if you're, with, if you're with a captive carrier, they've got the big TV budgets. They've got the big radio budgets. They've got the big internet budgets. Yeah. So they can feed a local office a little bit better than an independent shop who has to feed themselves. Absolutely. You know, and, and brand does matter. So, but one of the things, so captive, the captive insurance, and, and there's, you know, it's funny, depending on the industry, captive can mean different things. And I'm talking about the state farms and all states and, and farmers and whatever else is kind of out there. Um, you know, these, these companies in their own right, they're kind of puppy mills, but, but I'm glad I was one of those puppies um, because this world can be so complicated. The reality is that a lot of independent agencies that walk into the space, they never get the training that they need. They, 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 they miss out on a lot of the structure that's created on the captive side. And a lot of what I heard around that time, like when we stepped into the, the captive world and kind of learned from the ground up on that side, we've taken that, that's informed a lot of our thinking on the independent world uh, now and thinking, how do we, how do we help our agents succeed? How can we increase kind of the, the, the uh, success ratio of agencies in the industry and that kind of stuff. And, and there's a lot to be learned from that world. I don't think it's the right uh, a tool. I, I think that the independent world is hands down the, the best, most ethical choice out there because giving clients options is, is always the correct thing to do. Um, yeah. But from an experience standpoint, I wouldn't change the experience. It was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, it, you know, I've, we had a chance to work with a handful of captive agents that also owned independent agents. And as you know, that's very, very rare. Yeah. And it was, it was nice to be able to see that balance and that blend. And you're right, training was a big piece of it. Uh, marketing was a big piece of it. Lead gen was a big piece of it. Branding was a big piece of it. But I've always loved working with independent agents because they can provide you with alternatives you can always get a quote from a captive, and this is not to bash captives carriers. They perform a great service. But, you know, when you go to an independent, you can get multiple quotes from multiple different carriers, and then you can weigh your options. And then it really comes down to who do you want to be serviced by at the end of the day. And that was always fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think is important for people to understand, so you started as a captive. Yep. How did you end up as – did you end up getting an independent agency first, or did you start Quantum Assurance International – Right out of that. We, we started right out of that. And so I joined uh, a captive carrier in 2011. Um, and, and really over the ensuing years, uh, became one of the top agents in, in the country in production. And so, you know, my, my agency was doing, you know, a, a lot more than, than the average agency. Um, and, uh, but along the way, as, as we kind of became top, you know, one, two, three in production in the country for, you know, out of 10,000 agencies for this company, I realized it was kind of fruitless in its own in, in, its, in its own regard. You know, I was I was a, as a salesman that was selling a limited product that, and I wasn't really creating the, the value that I wanted to in the ecosystem. And so, you know, sometime around 2016, 2017, I started to have this kind of growing feeling that there has to be a way that 
an insurance agent can create more value for, for you know, for the consumer. Um, and, and that led in, in 2019 to, to uh, exiting the captive world, uh, you know, the kind of the lockdown captive world and, and founding Quantum. And, and that was that was really, you know, we, we touched a little bit on the independent side um, prior to that with just, you know, trying to understand it. But you know, September 1st of, of 2019, when we found a quantum was really like our first step into it. It was it was our, our first foray into kind of embracing the independent world. We found a quantum and we went full tilt, if you will, on it. Yeah. I, and I, I love the concept of quantum. You know, it's it, it's like, you know, there's, there's similar things that are out there, obviously. But quantum has a unique perspective on it because what you're trying to do is you're trying to empower people like even myself if i had a business and i wanted to add an insurance agency component to it with a large customer base but i'm not you know so all i'm doing is feeding other people's insurance agencies i could own my own if i did something with you and it's fascinating to realize exactly what would you do let's say for example you went into a car dealership you know car dealership is a great example because mm -hmm. they have tons and tons of customers they have a large database they have loyal people they're great marketers otherwise you're not going to be a car dealer they obviously right. wouldn't, they wouldn't have a car dealership if they weren't great at service that seems to me like it would be a logical fit something like that for yeah. quantum insurance where you could come in and say hey you know take your customer base take this and add this and we'll handle it, you know, without getting too salesy, because that's not what David versus Goliath is about. Help people understand what, you know, Quantum Assurance International actually would do in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, I'm, I'm not too salesy of a guy. I, I, I just enjoy kind of uh, straight communication. I think that we have that in common, Adam. So, um, so when you look at our agency model, so we have a 1099 agency model where people become quantum agents or, or add a quantum uh, office onto what they're doing. And really, we believe that, that there's not a one size fits all approach to that. And so it's allowed us to, you know, not only build out agencies where it might be a three or four person shop that's kind of a local agent because they're passionate about that. But it's also allowed us to build out relationships with dealerships and title companies and, and a variety of other organizations, you know, because Really, at the end of the day, we're trying to figure out how do we make businesses stronger? You know, how do we make better businesses out of it? How do they become more lucrative? How can they maximize the, the, the cash flow that, that's coming through it? You know, every, every um, vertical, if you will. Um, and then, you know, combine that with uh, the resources that we provide behind the scene to make it an easy transition for them. So, uh, so the service that we do, the turnkey operations, that kind of stuff. So in, in a dealership, the, like you mentioned, they have a massive consumer base already. And so it's really easy to, to get in there and get in front of them. And the nice thing about what we do is providing the technology component of it. Really, their job is just teeing the stuff up. And then, you know, uh, once, once the stuff is sold, we have teams on the back end that, that take care of it and, and make it easy. And so, um, and meanwhile, the dealership was able to kind of maximize this other, this, this other line of revenue that, that right now they're giving away to somebody else. Yeah, totally. I totally, I think it's fascinating. I think it's a very, very interesting business model. And one that I think is, is definitely when you look at how the fast the world has changed and even like an industry like insurance or real estate, I mean, the need to have consolidated processes, automation, training products, almost like, you know, almost like in a box. You know, I remember the days, you remember Circuit City? Mm -hmm. yeah. I remember in Comp USA. I used to go into CompUSA and they would always have this like your office in a box, you know, or, you know, this solution in a box. 
I, I always felt like there's, there's something to that because, you know, when you think about whether you're starting your own business, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that own their own business that listen to David versus Goliath and watch. We have aspiring entrepreneurs who want to go out and own their own business. And when you, when you listen to Justin's story, folks, what's so fascinating about it is that he's been through a plethora of experiences in his life to bring him to where he is to create a product that's really like in a box that he can walk into somebody and say, I can give you value on day one. He was in the Navy. He has those experiences. By the way, thank you for your service. I know people say that all the time, but thank you for your service. I interviewed interviewed Dr. Stanley Acaro last week, who was also in the Navy, and I thanked him for his service. My current COO at Anthem Software was a former Navy man, so I thank him in the service. My grandfather, Gene DeGrade, was a Navy man. So the Navy runs in my blood. I was not a Navy man. But uh, but I definitely have a lot of respect and appreciation for it. And you think about how life brings us all to these different places where you get to a place and you can start your own business. And that's where magic really can happen. Now, Justin, I got to take a quick break from our sponsor. But when we come back, you can't be doing this alone. I want to talk to you about your team when we come back. Stay tuned. Here's a corporate message from our sponsor, Anthem Software. We'll be right back. Anthem Business Software System is designed to specifically help small businesses just like yours find, serve, and keep more customers profitably. We do this by providing you with the most powerful software, automations, and marketing services to help your business compete and win in this ever-changing digital world. Take a short video tour at AnthemSoftware.com. Justin from Quantum Assurance International. Justin is a man of international renown, clearly. And, and if you walk around, if you walk around Fiji, folks, there's actually pictures of him saying he once lived there. No, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> that would be pretty cool if that actually was true. You walk around. Everything and go back goes and- down since uh, since then, Adam. So. <laughs> I I just always wonder, you know, if you go back to the place where you grew up, like all that, you know, people have their own houses, you know, Lincoln's first schoolhouse, you know, they must have Justin's first hut. It was not elaborate, so not much to see there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, but I think it's awesome. You're the first person I've ever interviewed in any of my businesses that has lived in Fiji. So I, ha- you know, I have to bring it up. Uh, now, you're not doing this alone at Quantum Assurance. One of the things we love to talk about how here is, you know, you need a plan with goals. Obviously, you have a plan and goals. You need the right people, the right tools, the right process. Your people use the tools, Justin. And then you have to have courage to start it and get out there and do it. So how big is your current team right now at Quantum Assurance International? So we founded Quantum a little over two years ago. And as of right now, we have around 100 people in our W-2 side. Uh, so direct employees of quantum. And so think technology and HR and, you know, uh, all the different components that we offer. And then we have about 200 people in our agency force that, that fall under our, our, our agency channel. Um, so some decent growth. <laughs> decent growth. That's like the understatement of the century. My instincts tell me you're going to make it into the Inc. 500 uh, within about a year from now, I would imagine. Yeah. Assuming you did. This is a little known unknown fact for people that, that are starting their own businesses. 
you have to do at least at the time that, that we're recording this interview, I believe it's $100,000 a year in your f- revenue in your first year. And then they three years later, they basically divide your total revenue by that number you did in your first year. And assuming that you were over 100000 equals your percentage of what they value it at. And that places you on the top 5000 I have had the privilege, Justin, of making to the top 500 three times, actually five times, five or six times in three different companies. And I've been blessed to do it. So one of the things we try to do here at David versus Goliath is educate people on how they can do those things. Look it up. That's how you do it. Uh, But obviously, clearly you're on your path to being one of the fastest growing in America. So congratulations to that. How many partners do you have right now? And then how much, how many people do you have in management? So partners. So, so when you think about what we do um, on, on the insurance side, uh, the, the quantum side of the house, we have carriers that we work with and we have 60 carriers that, that we're currently aligned with that are, that are part of, part of our offering. Um, and then we have agency force and uh, on the agency side, uh, we rolled out the agency model mid last year, uh, mid, um, uh, I guess a year and a half ago now. Um, and in the first year brought on 50 agencies. And I think that we're trending for 180 agencies, uh, new agencies in, in 2022. It's um, kind of a baseline. And I, I think, uh, and you know, Tommy, uh, I, I think Tommy always over delivers on what he does. And so I'm, I'm confident he's going to crush it. Well, we know, we know Tom's going to be watching this interview so. very carefully. So Tom, Tom, a lot of, a lot of pressure on you, Tom. I wish you the best, my man. And he, he does, he eats pressure for breakfast, <laughs> as they say. And, uh, you know, you know it, it's interesting, Justin, though, man, many people can't relate to the fact that you started in 2019 and you're already over 100 W-2 employees. Like, that is massive growth. So you must have some tips and suggestions for other people that are growing at a fast pace. How are you hiring and recruiting right now? And then do you have a specific training process to get people in and get them up and running quickly? I think people would be fascinated to learn what your process is going from zero to 100 in less than two years, two and a half years, whatever. Yeah, you know, and there's a couple of components of that. And, you know, a lot of it was learned years ago, uh, kind of while we were in that 2017, 2018 phase of trying to figure out, you know, what I wanted to be when I, when I grew up. The reality is, is that you're not a real business owner, you're not, you're not really creating a sustainable organization until, until you have other talents around you. Right. And so until you have other, other team members that, you know, that, that can carry that. And so, you know, when you look at the breakdown that we have, the best employees that we have are oftentimes referrals from, from other employees. And so, um, you know, a, a lot of our best talent that we have in the organization, somebody looked at their friends and said, this person's a high performer. I think they're a cool cat. And so, you know, let me, you know, let me send you their name. And so that's, you know, that's a a pretty strong referral strategy for us. Obviously, there's all the other ways of LinkedIn and a million different ways that you can tag somebody these days. But I, um, I love getting referrals from, from our current team members and, uh, and kind of deepening that. And so, so I say referrals is one of those things. Um, but as you interrupt you for a second, go ahead. Now is the official title, they're cool cats. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Um, I like the, Hey, I got this cool cat. We need more cool cats. How about a hip dog? Why not? I'll hire both. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a, uh, you know, it, it, it's pretty uh, open to me on, on hiring dogs and cats. So, um, <laughs> hey, you know, you said at the point though, referrals are great, right? Mm-hmm. What a great resource when somebody loves working with you. Cause I don't call it working for me, working with me. There's nothing I like better when they come to me and say, Hey, I got this cool cat. 
or this hip dog. Yeah. And I think they'd fit in perfectly. Now, when you get them, Justin, obviously you're, you're hiring mm-hmm. in clumps of people, I would imagine, to grow that fast. Right. So tra- do you have like a director of training or what's the process of one somebody? How do you on- onboard somebody there? We, we do. And so, you know, to, to go back to kind of our growth phases, as a business owner, realizing that you shouldn't be wearing every hat is, is an important part of of kind of your, your growth trajectory. When you have five people, you're going to. When you have 10 people, you're frequently going to wear so many hats. Um, but the more you grow, learning that there shouldn't be stuff that's on your plate and, and that somebody else should own that is is, is pretty critical. Um, Education is one of those things. And you know, the, the reality is that to get the best out of team members, you have to have people that are dedicated to working with them and, and driving the best out of them. And so we have... Um, we have education that exists for our W two team members, and then we have a lot of education on the agency side to to make that you know very, you know very turnkey, yeah. if you will. Um, but we invest a, a new team member coming on board. We invest four to five months of education, uh, depending on the role. Um, so some roles like IT, you know, uh, if you're if you're an engineer programmer, you're going to walk in with the skill set already. You're going to walk in with some stuff, and you might you might bone up a little bit, but uh, it's not the same thing. But if you're coming into insurance. Um, doing sales service, you know, working with commercial, uh, all this different stuff. If you're a new agent coming on board, we have a, a pretty, a pretty um, uh, successful training program that's really geared around how do we get you up and and you know improve your time to profitability where you're coming in the door and and you're a successful functional unit in whatever the role is that you have pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, I tell you, man, one of the things I try to do is duplicate myself as much as I can. Mm-hmm. So and I don't like really train. I don't, you know, I, in a lot of ways, I don't like training people, but training is essential. Right. So we find that courting, like even if, like if, we're, if I'm trying to teach a new hire, okay, how are we going to send out emails or queue up social media for one of our clients or train them on how to use the CRM tool or what's the purpose of the CRM tool that we built for them? Right. You know, building those libraries, not only for the external side to our client base, right? How they use it. Mm-hmm. But building that library on the inside is important because if I do it once, yeah. I've done it. I don't have to do it again. So it's a really great way to replicate yourself and, and do that. Now, what are some of the tools? You know, you mentioned training the agents. Obviously, it's going to be important how to get there to profitability. Yeah. What are some of the tools Quantum right now is doing to market themselves? And then what are some of the tools you're providing to the agents in two minutes or less? Absolutely. And, and real quick, let me... Uh Go back. We have over 700 video segments that, that we've recorded for education. And so props to Caitlin and Amanda and their teams and, uh, and all the work that they do to, to make education a successful thing for us. So, uh, thank you. Um, so what we're doing with marketing, what we're doing, uh, around technology, that's a lot to unpack in two minutes, Adam. <laughs> um, highlights, you know, we're doing this, we do this. I mean, you don't have to get into the details, you know, uh, we do a lot in, in, in social media. You know, we, we, we do a lot with, you know, kind of blog posting. We, do, we have podcasts. We have we have a variety of different ways. I think that there's a, a ton of great ways to to reach consumers and agents and whatever else it is. So we try and um, and match the the medium to whoever we're targeting. And so, um, you know, so so some of our segments we drive on social media like like Facebook or Instagram. Some of our segments we're driving it on LinkedIn. Um, and then obviously we do a whole lot of kind of paid search and, and, and organic stuff that, that we're working on as well. Uh, so from a marketing perspective, we, we do a lot on that side. What I love about the agency force is that the stuff that we're doing to grow the quantum brand, they're a benefactor of that thing. You know, so as, as we drive and as we move to make quantum a household brand, you know, we want it to be recognizable like that for, for everybody. Um, that's, that's great. when we pop on your, on your, uh, 
on your Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wh wherever, you know, we're reaching you. We want you to have that moment of recognition where you're saying quantum. But in doing that, that trickles down to our agencies as well, because when somebody sees us and they go search online, there's a, there's a lot of benefit where I, I want that traffic to go to a local agent. If that's how the consumer wants to interact, you know, let's, let's drive that all day long. And so uh, we, we do a lot on the marketing side, uh, but that's one of those things that like it's ever changing. You know, you do so much on the marketing side as well. And so uh, you could probably school me on that with what we're doing right and wrong. But, uh, you know, we're, we're always trying to increase our value prop there. Look at that. You did that in under two minutes. I don't know what was so difficult about that. You did a great job there. Well, thanks, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take another break from another really important corporate sponsor. But when we come back from this break, Justin, I want to talk about a few things. Number one, you talked a little bit about training and how you do that. I want to talk about, so are you involved in any charities? Are you involved in anything philanthropic? I don't even know if that's the word. I keep using that word. I don't think that's the right word. I'm going to have to look it up. Huh? You got it. You know the Did I? Philanthropic, yeah. All right. So. Philanthropic. All right, good. It's a big word for me. It's a big word for me, Justin. Mm -hmm. And then I also want to talk about, it takes a lot of courage, man, to do follow your life's path to end up to where you are today because I know there's so many people watching right now that have a fire burning inside them and they haven't made that final step. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But here's another message from another important sponsor right here on David versus Goliath. I'm your host, Adam DeGrade. This is Justin from Quantum Assurance International, and we'll be right back. Nor'east Capital has an exciting new program we offer to equipment and software dealers. It provides you the appearance of a private label captive financing program. We call it Our Financial Services. Using our financial services, you can offer your customers your own financing program, including industry-specific payment calculators and unique payment options. Nor'east Capital administers a private label program tailored to you and your customers' needs. Learn how we can help you reduce receivables and qualify for your own private label finance program. segment as you can imagine these breaks are quick for you justin they're a little over a minute for my listeners and watchers but for you they're like lightning fast um you know, you know i want to talk a little bit about you know some things you might like to do for fun and some philanthropic work that you might do as well too yeah is quantum insurance involved in that are you personally involved in any of that i always love to ask my guests because i think it's a really cool thing to talk about we, we are um from a variety of perspectives and so corporately uh, are we you know we, we have engagement teams in the organization and so they're constantly looking at the local areas around us and things that we can do and so you'll find that you know when when there's time of need you know we'll go out and end and we'll provide backpacks for, for, for you know students well you know and just there's a bunch of stuff that we do on that end but we I, I try and drive it from the the front line team member perspective um, I have my own stuff that that I um, that I, I, I donate to and that I'm a part of, but I try not to force that on on the rest of the team members. I, I really want what we're doing to be uh, embraced from the bottom up, uh, if you will. Um, and so and so those teams 
will come to us and they'll say, hey, for the next quarter, this is our focus that we have in the organization. And so we'll frequently have, you know, kind of focus points for a quarter or uh, six months or a year where we're focusing on, on one area. And then frequently it'll shift after that where we're going somewhere else as well. But, you know, there's, there's so many good charities to, to donate to. And as a business owner, being uh, being active in your community and making sure that, that you're giving there um, is, is super important. And it totally is. Now, do you have any uh, hobbies or things you like to do for fun? Or are you just pretty much a workaholic? I have a blend. So on David versus Goliath, I've had a blend. I've had people who love that. And I've had people that are like, that really works my thing. And, and that's cool, too. One day when I grow up, I, I want to be more interesting than I am. And I'll have all these hobbies. Uh, you know, I, I work a fair amount. Um, and, and I have a six and a seven-year-old. So I, I married my, my wonderful wife, Caitlin, uh, as part of this journey uh, you know, with, with us. Um, and then I have a six and a seven-year-old. And, and really, my life is so full that I couldn't figure out how to add more right now. And so I, you know, yeah. I, we, we, we travel a fair amount. And so you know, uh, we get to work remotely. Uh, occasionally, I, I love experiences. So I'm not a possession person. I'm an experienced person. Um, and partially because I grew up as I did, I didn't have anything, right? Living outside of a village, I, I didn't have a bunch of material possessions. But what I did have is, is kind of a full heart and lots of experiences. And that's left a mark on me into this point in time. And so, um, you know, so most recently we took the kids to Maui and we uh, stayed in the Pili Bay uh, up on the northwest side. And the kids got to swim with turtles. But, you know, being able to give them that experience is meaningful to me. And so that's that's really what my life is about is, is work and the passion I have. I think that we're doing something great at Quantum and creating opportunity. I love local entrepreneurs. I love local businesses. And so our agency model is, is you know, really built around trying to help local agents thrive and grow. I think our, our economy, our country needs that. And so I'm, I'm really passionate about that. And then on the flip side of that, you know, my, my children and my, and my uh, wife, I, uh, are, are, uh, are, Take all my time, my friend. So that that is awesome, man. I got to tell you, you work because you want to be able to give back to your community and and provide an awesome life for your family. And the freedom to be able to go and work remotely is fantastic. One of the huge benefits yes. of being an entrepreneur, especially in twenty twenty two. There's no doubt about it. Now, courage. I talk about this all the time. David, the shepherd boy, had five smooth stones. Yeah. Story in the Bible. It's fascinating. I don't know if you know that or not. I do. But he only needed one to slay the giant. Right. And I liken it to courage. And so when you think back to the time where you were captive agent, you had all this life experience, the Navy, all of your childhood experience behind you. There's a moment that happens in an entrepreneur where they say, not only am I going to think about this, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it better than anybody's ever done it. And that the shingle goes up on whatever they're doing yep. and they step out. And for you, what was the intangible that helped you do that? You know, courage is an interesting thing. I, I don't know if you have it. I don't, I don't know if you're tangibly thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things that when you think of, of, of a battlefield and somebody going off and giving their life to save all their, all their, you know, their, their, their friends and their, their, their colleagues on the battlefield, they're, frequently that decisions like that, you know what I mean? Like the courage is there all along and then they're just acting on that thing. You know what I mean? And so, um, so I would love to say that I have all this massive courage. It doesn't, it doesn't kind of manifest itself in my life like that. I just, in, in my life, I feel passionate about something. I'm like, I have to do this. Like it has to get done. Um, nobody else is going to do it the right way. And so, and then I do that thing, you know what I mean? So, um, 
So when I when I started my own business, you know, one of the things that possibly the only reason I was successful um, outside of my, my wonderful wife, Caitlin, um, you know, possibly one of the only reasons is that I never second guess myself. You know, and so the, the the entire journey, I was just putting one step and I was putting one foot in front of the other and figuring out, like, you know, how do I do that next thing? How do I and, and nowhere along the way was I thinking, is this a good idea? Um, maybe that's a good idea or, 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 you know, maybe that's a good thing or not to to not second guess yourself. Um, you know, who knows? But that's one of the things that led to success. And that's one of the things that drives us today is there, there, failure is not an option. Right. And so, like, there, there's no giving up on this thing. Like, we're going to make it happen well, one way or another, whether I have to, like, walk across the country barefoot and uh, whatever that thing is. I'm going to do that thing to, to make sure it happens. And I think that when you're trying to do something great, when you're trying to, to do something, don't, don't consider your other options. Uh, you know, and, and looking back on the experience I've had as an entrepreneur, I am so thankful that I made that change. And looking back on it, and there, there've been just as many bad times as good times. Like there's been so many, um, you know, so don't walk in with Pollyanna glasses on thinking it's going to all be super easy, but that's not the journey that you're signing up for. You're, you're signing up, for a journey to make a difference, to, to make a change, to buy into something bigger where you're making, you know, um, an impact. And so an impact that you're frequently not going to make somewhere else. Um, and when, when you're fully resolved and, and you buy into that, then, then there, there is no option but forward. And, and I think that you probably experienced that as, as well, Adam, with, with building Astonish and your other organizations. Like when you have this thing inside of you that has to come out, you just let it out and, and you're not going to second guess yourself. You're going to run that ball. So. It, if you don't let it out, it's going to burn inside of you. There's no doubt about it. My, it's funny you say that you don't think about courage. I know that. I used to always have a saying, you know, I'm very proud of my humility. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But at the end of the day, man, there is courage involved in it, whether we're consciously thinking about it or not. Right. You know, there's something inside of us. And if you're watching and listening right now, and you've got that little voice in the back of your mind and that gut of you saying that there's something more for you. Don't ignore it. Mm -hmm. It's there for a reason. And I believe that there's a higher purpose calling you out to be awesome. You know, and, and one of the quick question follow up to that, and it doesn't have to be a long answer, but uh, the very first night you put your head on your pillow after you started quantum assurance international, how did you feel? I mean, honestly, I felt great. I, I sleep like a baby. So there's probably been like five times in my life where I didn't have a good night of sleep. Um, and so, you know, I, when you start something, it feels great. You know what I mean? Like, like you're like all this energy built up, all this excitement built up. And, um, you know, so, so the feeling of, 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 of birthing an organization, of, of, of bringing it to, to light, is such an incredible one. And, and, you know, usually when you're starting off, those are the easy days because like there's so much excitement there. There's so much energy there that, that that's the easiest time of your organization. The hard time comes later. Um, it doesn't come day one. Um, no, it doesn't, it doesn't. day one, you're, you're like, you're like, this is going to be so easy. Like I'm going to crush the world. And, and you think it's going to be, you know, massively way easier than it probably will be if you're actually trying to create value. It's down the road in 30 days, 60, 90, a year, two years, when you when you've been grinding for so long and um, and that happens frequently, right? You know, I mean, even even Elon Musk or even whoever else, you know, they are grinding nonstop. And I guarantee you, there's days where they're like, man, that was a, that was a full day. Um, years of doing that, months of doing that, you know, whatever that thing is, that's the hard part, right? So our our minds are fickle creatures. 
where, you know, we don't like pain as human beings, evolution, you know, life, you know, has, has kind of taught us that, that we, we, we should shy away from pain. Um, and so what ends up happening is that, is that people start off well, and then a little while in, after they experience that pain for a little while, they, they take their hand out of the fire. But yeah. to accomplish greatness, you have to keep your hand in the fire for uh, a long time. Um, and yeah, like, like, like Meshach, Shadrach, uh, no, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's right. In the Old Testament, they wouldn't bow down. They were thrown in the furnace. Yep. They didn't die. And it's in the furnace yep. that change happens in your business. Now, Justin, did you did you have a good time being on DVG? Because I had a good time interviewing you. Super good time. You know, I, I always uh, enjoy hanging out, and uh, we'll have to do it again soon, Adam. Yeah, you know what? I'd love to do. I'd love to, I'd love to have you back in maybe a year or so. Yeah, and we could check on the progress progress of Quantum Assurance International because I love success stories. Justin, thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure is mine. Thank you, Adam. All right, listeners and watchers, another amazing edition, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious edition of David versus Goliath is in the can or in the bag, however you want to say it. Next week, you never know who's going to be here, but I promise you this, it'll be a ton of fun. We'll see you soon and have a great day. Mm -hmm.